Hey everyone, and welcome to the Wellness Center. Yes, that's wellness with one S because there's only one me. My name is Sasha Winters, and I'm a mental health professional certified in trauma therapy. This week on the Wellness Center, we are going to shout out another Black-owned business. This business is called Bask and Drip, and the business owner of this business is Kristen Baskins, and she creates or resells clothes that are for toddlers. And the reason behind her doing this was because she noticed as becoming a boy mom, shout out to the boy moms, that a lot of times there's not options for us, for our sons, or for, you know, for young moms in general. It's either the outfits that kind of look like they are baby dolls, or it's the name brand outfits, right? So she came up with this brand to do kind of the in-between to have your children look fashionable but be at an affordable price so if that's something that you're interested in for your children please check out bask and drip and that is their name on facebook and on instagram again that's bask and drip which is also a black woman-owned business Welcome back to the Wellness Center, you guys. It has been an amazing journey so far, if I can say so myself. I hope that you guys feel the same way, that it has been an amazing journey. And the reason why I am mentioning the journey that we've been on is because this is the last episode in the Change series. So if we can recap... We first went through being focused, like mindfulness, being in the moment, taking time to relax. And then we entered the change series where we went over, do you want to change? Right? And we went over like, how do you make a change? How do you choose to change? And also, how do you maintain that change? How do you find your power and push through? So for this last episode in the Change Series, we're going to cover accountability. And accountability is a touchy subject, right? Because it takes vulnerability to be accountable. I mean, let's think about it. If I am sitting here saying... I am accountable for something that happened. That means I'm willing to be vulnerable enough to admit my mistake. So according to Webster, I'm sorry, actually according to Oxford Dictionary, the word accountability is a noun and it means the fact or condition of being accountable slash responsibility. So in this episode, we're going to talk about taking responsibility. 
and the inspiration for this episode actually came from the other podcast that I mentioned last week, um, the Discarded Podcast by Jennifer. So on this episode in her podcast, she goes over breaking generational cycles and she has a guest speaker, Marla Buista. I hope I said that right. And Marla Buista is actually an author of the book, My Thoughts Abandoned, and so many other books as I looked her up. But she's another Black woman who has gone through this process. You know, as we're talking about the process, you know, she's been through the process as well. And she talks about how, like, you know, breaking generational cycles is part of the process. So for me, I'm kind of connecting those two for you. Breaking a generational cycle also causes us to be accountable. And I know at first you're going to be like, what? Why? Why do I have to take accountability for the generational cycle or the generational issues that are on my family or my culture? Why do I have to be the one that takes responsibility? But that's what we're going to dive into for today. So to start with some psychoeducation, as I've given you guys psychoeducation before, when I was a substance use counselor and we did group therapy, one of the very last things that we covered in our series together was accountability. And again, because especially with facing addiction or substance use, you have to take accountability for your own actions. Like, yes, there will be triggers. Yes, there will be uncomfortable situations. Yes, there will be cravings with inside your body. But at some point, you have to rise to the occasion of accountability and say, I am responsible for the decision that I make. So if I choose to do this, then I am accepting the responsibility that it will backtrack me. And when we cover accountability, we also cover why we choose not to be accountable sometimes. And part of the reason is because it is much easier to blame something else or blame someone else than to look inward at yourself and say, it was me that messed up. So it's much easier to say, well, my mom was addicted to drugs, so I'm addicted to drugs. Or I lived a hard life and this is how I escape. Or I'm just not smart enough to do the other things. You know, if we if we veer off of drugs and people, will sometimes say, well, you know, I'm poor because I'm not smart or I don't have nice things because blank. So it's just so much easier to blame the outside entity, the outside factor to the situation that you're in and you will continue to be in that situation. So that's kind of how it ties back to change. We will continue to be in the situation of dissonance, the difference between what we want and what actually is if we continue to avoid accountability. Okay, so that was your psychoeducation. 
accountability. So going back to the the discarded podcast on the episode about breaking generational cycles, I just want to like throw some quotes out that they had said in this podcast that really spoke to me. And I was like, like, this is, this is hitting the, the sore spot in the inside. And this is something that me, myself, I have to wake up to as well. So the first thing was, sometimes people don't see you pass what you're going through. I just want you to sit with that for a minute. Sometimes people don't see you past what you're going through. So they don't see you in that nice house. They don't see you in that nice car. They don't see you without anxiety. They only see you as the person you are right now. So then I wrote in response to that as my own quote, you have to see yourself outside of what you're going through. Right? If you constantly see yourself as the anxious person, as the sad person, as as the poor person, as the financially unstable person, then that's the person that you will continue to be. You have to take accountability and responsibility of saying to yourself, I am not that person. This is a situation that I am in. This is not my person which also reflects to um, a quote that I said on Facebook last week that says, sometimes you have to say, that's not even my story and drop that baggage off. Because sometimes we're carrying the baggage of so many other generations, of so many other people in our family and in our love lives that we tend to accept that identity and then we take it on as our person. And then we start to show those same qualities as that identity. So we have to take accountability and responsibility of saying, this is not my story. This is a situation. This is a chapter. This is a page. But this is not the whole thing. See yourself beyond what you're going through today. So that was the first one. The second thing they said was, our parents and grandparents had to fight for basic needs. Those survival techniques will transfer through generations. And I was like, amen, absolutely. And this is something that I tend to cover with some of my clients and, you know, I've even covered on my own personal journey. Sometimes we get mad at our past generations, right? And I know I mention my husband like every episode, but it's just like, you know, we talk and and we have these deep conversations. And, you know, he was like, "I, I don't like it when people say if they were back then, couldn't have been me because you don't know. And it's like, right. We cannot be mad at our grandparents and our great grandparents and whoever for for adhering to slavery, for for following Jim Crow, you know, for staying oppressed, for doing certain things because they were fighting for our basic needs at one point. At one point we didn't have food, shelter, water as a culture. As an African-American population, this is something we missed as a whole. This is something that they fought for every day. So they didn't have the opportunity to fight for higher self-esteem, for generational wealth. 
Now, I'm not applying this to everybody because of course there were certain families and certain regions and certain lineages that that's not their story, right? So if that's not your story, I'm not asking you to take that on as your story. But for those of you out here who that is your story, who your family suffered a lot due to the things that we have been through as a culture, we have to forgive them for those things that we think that they are accountable for. And we have to accept the accountability that we now have the freedom of not worrying about our basic needs. So we need to accept the accountability and the responsibility to fight for more, to fight for recognition, to fight for not equality, but equity. And also recognize when, when a survival technique has passed down through a generation. When they were fighting for basic needs, they had to think about the best way to get what they could get in the shortest amount of time because it counted on their family being able to eat. So when you recognize that you're going through that mindset, sometimes we have to stop and be like, I'm not in danger. I'm not in danger. I don't have to think like this because if I don't tomorrow, my family will be out on the street. I'm not in danger. I just need to think of the best way even if it takes a longer time than I hope to have my family set up for the future so that when my children are in the position of me, they don't have to worry about the thing that I'm trying to be accountable for right now. They can go a step further. So that was one. And it's a couple of quotes, so just just stay with me, but I'm gonna keep I'm gonna give you keep giving you these pieces of energy that are coming through that was coming through me as I was as I was listening second one or the third one was don't be afraid to tell your story for what it is so that you can heal through it with honesty Mm. and that spoke to me because a lot of times and even here on this podcast I've said I, I tailor my story for public information for public knowledge but we can't be afraid to tell our story for the nitty-gritty for the things that actually happen for the details because not only will you heal through its honesty but you will reach somebody you will touch somebody that needs to hear that story so take accountability and the responsibility that I went through my story so that somebody else could read it I'm going to say that again because I just came. I went through my story so somebody else could read it. So in order to stop these generational curses, these generational cycles, the survival mode that we constantly are in, we have to complete the process. We have to recognize that our ancestors started it, right? They started the cycle. And it's our accountability, our responsibility to end the cycle. To show it through fruition, to say to them, we did it. Grandma, we did it. I know you wanted us to be educated past what they told us we could be. So I went and got my master's degree, Grandma. 
So I went and started my own business, Grandma. We got to complete that cycle. So again, when our sons and our daughters get to that stage, they can look back and say, Mommy, I went ahead and started my own empire. I did it. I know you went to school for me and you showed me it was possible. So I went ahead and created an empire for us so we can live past generational wealth. Answer the question, solve the need, speak about it, educate the people, because we are now free enough to decide what we want for ourselves. We no longer live in an era where we cannot decide what we want for ourselves. Our parents went to school to be nurses and, and to be business owners, but on a certain level, you know, to, to be accountants and to be secretaries and to be those type of things because that's the choices they have. If we think about picking from a hat, you know, you ever been at a party or for a secret Santa, let's imagine that the hat that they were given to pick from only had about six options. But the hat that we are given to pick from has a million. So we have the choice to decide what we want for ourselves. We can get out of poverty. We can be financially literate. We can gain an education. We can own a business. We can express ourselves freely. And this is the most common theme that I see with, you know, clients. And again, even speaking on a personal journey, we talk so much about the generation before us, how they weren't emotionally expressive and that's why they're so damaged and blah, blah, blah. They didn't have the room. They didn't have the room to wake up every day and say, today I need to just express my emotions. Mm -mm. They didn't have that liberty, but we do. We do. So instead of bashing them, we take that accountability and responsibility that we do have the liberty to express and define our emotions, to take the time out to heal ourselves so that when our children come, it's not a nuance to them. It's not a nuance to say, mommy, I don't feel so good in my heart. And I just want to talk about what's on my mind. That's our responsibility so that when they have children, it's just a second language. It's not something we have to schedule time out for every day. I'm telling you, I'm trying to work myself out of a job. I want there to be a world where mental health is accepted for what it is. You're not different. You're normal. We all have something that we're working through. We all have a little what I want to call it, preference for the way things feel on our body, sensory, right? For the way that noises sound, for the way food tastes. We all have those preferences. You're not different. You are normal. We have to take that accountability. And this last one, we have to take the accountability of being able to parent freely. Now, we are still working through this a little bit because if you have a black son, you know, some of that uh, parenting freely isn't there. 
because we have to let our son know, listen, son, because of the color of your skin, there's going to be people that don't like you just because. And I'm not discounting black daughters either because that's a conversation we have to have with them too. But we do get to parent freely in the respect of, I'm not trying to teach you survival because we're surviving. I'm trying to teach you to be well-rounded. That's what I mean by parenting freely. So that was a lot, right? That was some, that was some deep stuff. And I'm just in awe about how much this touches deeply for a lot of us. You know, thinking, reflecting back on sessions, reflecting back on personal conversations. We always start with, uh, but my parents did this and I'm this way because of my parents and my parents and my parents and my parents and my grandparents and it's like bro at some point you gotta say it's me you gotta say it's because of me because if not you'll continue to blame them and you'll never be able to face yourself in the mirror and say you gotta stop this it's you that needs to change So I'm gonna give you two personal stories and they're really, really short snippets. God will place you where you need to be placed at the right time. I am telling you, it has happened to me for the last couple of years and it still shocks me to this day and I get goosebumps every time. So I was working for another company when I was a substance use counselor and they send us to trainings, of course, like most companies do. And I was going to an ethics training. And I wish I could remember the trainer's name because I would shout you out right now because you have a calling on your life. And you don't use your platform to give us the textbook education. You use your platform to educate us through the real world. And, and that is my goal as an educator as well. But anyways, so we're in this ethics class and I'm thinking, all right, this class is going to be some whatever it is. You can't do this. You have to do this. Blah, blah, blah. This lady sat up there and preached to me for six hours straight. And I was just jaw dropped, mouth open, writing everything down because it was God that was coming through her. And one of the statements that she said that ties to this accountability is that at some point, all right, let me back up. So when we are growing up, you know, our parents say, don't do this. You should do this. This is right and this is wrong. And so as you're growing and as you're becoming a human, that voice is in your head. We have to wash the dishes every Thursday. We wash the sheets and bleach and baking soda because of blah, blah, blah. You know, you follow the rules. At some point in your life, whether it's just those rote things that we do, ritual things, or if it's morals and values, at some point, the voice of your parents has to become quieter 
and your voice has to become louder because the situations that they grew up in are not the situations that you're growing up in. So we can't continue to live by our parents' decisions in a world that doesn't fit that. second personal piece is I was having a conversation with my husband and it was about some things that I was going through in my life and I kept saying a statement I feel this I feel this because of blank I feel this because of blank and he stopped me at one point he said when will you no longer be blank and that characteristic word and I'm going to tell you the word because we're, t- we're taking ownership in our story. When will you no longer be abandoned? And I like, I, not a lot makes me quiet. And he'll tell you that. That like sucked the words out of my soul. And I had to ask myself that question over and over again. When will I stop identifying myself as abandoned? When will I finally take accountability that like, yes, that did whatever has happened to me to make me feel that way. But when will I start taking accountability to change? When will I stop letting that be my whole story? When will I stop? When will I just let that be the chapter and close that chapter and create now a new chapter of feeling free and feeling lifted and feeling loved? Because if not, I'm going to live my whole life feeling abandoned. When am I going to take that accountability? So I started to take that accountability. And that is the, the journey that I am on right now. And I have been for the last couple of months. And I'm telling you, it is so freeing. But it is hard. So I don't want you to take on the accountability and think that this is something we're just going to roll through. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But I urge you to wake up and take the accountability that that was the chapter you were in. This is now a new chapter and you have the responsibility and you have the opportunity to live different than you did before. You have the opportunity, and I'll repeat these things again. You have the opportunity to get out of poverty. You have the opportunity to be financially literate. You have the opportunity to get an education. You have the opportunity to be a business owner. You have the opportunity to be emotionally free. You have the opportunity to be successful. You have the opportunity to be loved. You have the opportunity to be cared for. You have the opportunity to be anxiety free. You have the opportunity to live in peace. You have the opportunity to be a parent. I want you to take those things as your story. always I would like to end with a disclaimer any literature or creative works from others that were verbally referenced here today will also be cited in the description of this podcast as well as the description of the YouTube the information that was presented in this segment should not be used solely for diagnostic or treatment purposes this is not a one-stop shop If you have any concerns about your mental health or the mental health of a loved one, I 
heavily encourage you to reach out to your family or your primary care doctor. If you or someone that you know is at risk of harming themselves or harming someone else, please call 911. The National Suicide Hotline is 800-273-8255. Or you could even text HOME, that's H-O-M-E, to 741-741 for help at any time. If you would like to know more ways to connect with me personally, please check out the description for my link tree. I hope you guys have had an amazing time. I hope you guys have an amazing week and an amazing weekend. And I'll see you the same time next week, right? Because I'll be here. All right. Bye for now.